Hello, beautiful souls. I am back for another episode here on The Wake Up. I am Ashley Escobar, the owner of Angelic Love and Light, and I am here on another episode. Today we are talking emotional resilience. But before we get started, let me give a little intro. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, my name is Ashley Escobar. I am the owner of Angelic Love and Light, who serves the community worldwide and locally within Webster, New York, um, at the Lighthouse, an extension of Angelic Love and Light. We serve those that are looking to create more balance in their life from a holistic point of view, body, mind, and spirit, the whole person. Um, and so I am a holistic healer, Reiki practitioner, um, energy practitioner, nurse and holistic certifications with vitamins and supplements, you name it. I am gifted since five years old, psychic medium I identify as. Um, I am blessed to have found my gifts, my purpose, combine them, and am giving back, helping others to assist creating that balance in their lives. And today we have a really important topic um, that a lot of people will be able to identify with um, and I'm going to help to connect some dots and um, make you understand some things at a deeper level like I always do. So if you want to check more out, feel free to subscribe to the email list on the website, follow us on social media, and feel free to share this episode if you know somebody that could relate or resonate. So we cover multiple topics on um, this very diverse and divergent uh, podcast, but today's episode is in regards to our emotions and those emotions that we create um, and are triggered by experiences which then turn into a belief in our mind that then creates this whole emotional reaction to the highs or the lows and what that can do to some people versus others and what it means especially this month and what we need to get some awareness out about so first of all um i deal with many trauma survivors um i myself am a trauma survivor and many people that align with me are similar to me in some shape, way, or form. So for those who have had a little bit, everybody has a journey, everybody has a story, but some of us have had a little bit more intense um, journeys. And so mastering your emotions is something really big when you've been through that much in life. And why is that important? Because self-mastery leads to resilience, excuse me, And it creates that mental freedom that we all deserve, you know, by creating our balance and and realizing we create our emotions and learning how to work with those emotions and allow them to be in assistance for us and not to let the emotions engulf us and rather control us. Um... Because that's what's going to help keep us on this journey and this plan and this path that we are co-creating and living out. Um, Because it's it's really easy to get engulfed in those emotions, especially when the world creates busy, 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 anything far from balance. 
So to remind you, angelic love and light, its core mission is to create more balance. And we have the services, packages, um, tools and resources, and some of my own gifts. I'm able to help others to do that. But anyways, um, and this is discipline, obviously. It's, it's a process that it wasn't that easy for me once upon a time ago either. Um, let me give you a little backstory, a very old version of myself. I myself was very codependent. Um, my three areas that I say everything goes back to within subconscious programming, childhood experiences, and generational curses, wounds, um, I ended up very codependent. My trauma bond led me to my number one abuser, ready to give up. Literally everything ripped away from me. Um, friends, family, very living, very different than I had ever even imagined my life to become like, ready to give up. Remembering those days where I didn't think I would make it. And really feeling like my light within me was almost taken out and just living on this emotional roller coaster full of trauma, not knowing what the day was going to bring, far from peace, stuck in the extremes with these self-limiting beliefs that had been created in my mind based on my own experiences that I was going through especially with the neurodivergent brain that I wasn't aware was there, these brain cycles, literally at a philosophical level, they become that engraved in your brain as a cycle that it's hard to actually cut them and integrate new. So we need to realize that our emotions are truly a blessing in disguise because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that brain, from a balanced point of view, is a subconscious and a conscious mind, which also is two sides, ego and authentic self, which represent the yin and the yang, the black and the white, the balanced self, but that the ego mind creates this identity with experiences that then form a belief, which then create a thought, that then create a feeling, that then create an emotion, which is then an experience of an event that either didn't happen or did happen. So we can apply this to any area of our life, relationship, finances, right? And, and everybody will try to put a negative or a positive experience on it. And we'll have a feeling behind it, a very extreme feeling, a thought that's internal and an emotion that's external around this, okay? So sadness, for example, the subconscious mind is a sponge of a memory. And it's a subjective automated um, programming up there with our triggers and it imprints these experiences. So when we are the farmer of our own soil and the seeds that we plant for ourselves, we need to get rid of the limiting self-beliefs, the traumas that are stored with the weeds in the soil that is not fertile to grow to help get a better perspective um, in creating those, creating better emotions within your subconscious mind. Um, It is definitely work. So fast forward, getting away, knowing that that was my time. Um, I learned that there was many other contributing factors that made me me. 
I was able to self-identify through so many more things that started happening and emotions, feeling them, you know, is there's such a stereotype in the community about feeling your emotions and then regulating them and, you know, not feeling emotions and what we teach men and women and children and then how we're raised and how our family teaches us and shows us, models us how to deal with situations. We need to, without judgment, take our authentic power back and release the failed expectations and that control and really surrender to the plan and the will, okay? Because these emotions were meant to help us to birth more of our authentic truth. And whether that mission is just standing in your power or it's a career or you are just serving people, it also is helping you to learn how to transmute. So um, those are the two things we can get out of learning how to befriend our emotions and processing them. Um, And after processing them, then allowing ourselves to look at the right questions and connecting where these experiences are coming from to help turn our pain into power. You know, we all have to kind of get sick of our own shit and have that we've had enough mindset. You know, I've had enough of being lonely. I've had enough abuse. I've had enough of allowing myself to be treated like this. I'm, I've had enough of this poor money mindset. No, none of that. You know, you're, you've got to be enough, sick of it, okay? Um, and what this does is learning how to master your emotions builds your resilience, which is then the mental strength that most people see in you. But it's not until you master it at that level that you look at it as resilience, You know, even strong people get tired of hearing, you know, you're so strong, you're so strong. Because it doesn't feel like you're that strong in those moments mentally sometimes. And this is what's leading me into the next part of this emotional regulation. So we all have a mental body. Here it is, May, Mental Health Awareness Month. And we all have a mental body. They make it seem like some people have mental diagnoses or illness separate than the world and I think what needs to be a part of the awareness is any part of awareness the first step is acceptance and accepting that we all have a mental body that we are in control of and that it works with the spiritual and the physical and the mental all as one And that we all have had three main areas that contribute to that mental balance and why the world is so unbalanced and not knowing how to do. The world doesn't preach things to get you off of their hamster wheel. They're trying to keep you stuck on their programming and hamster wheel. And that alone can lead to these lows and highs of emotions and feelings and experiences overall. There's some people that are at more risk to feel these duality of emotions because that's what it is from a balanced perspective, looking at both sides of the scale, negative, low, high, positive, right? It's just polarity. But there's certain people like neurodivergence uh, individuals 
that are more at risk and there's connections with empaths and old souls and deep feelers who actually process and do sense deeper and have a connection with some of those other neurodivergencies that experience these lows and highs and why emotional regulation and the awareness around it and what to do and different methods so everyone can find what works for them is really important. Because when you are and can identify as an empath or an old soul or a deep feeler or have sensory processing or ADHD or on the spectrum, you are gifted at a level where you are sensing not only your energy and emotions, but the energy around you a lot deeper. And that can cause stress and anxiety, illness and disease and engulf you. And what we are trying to do is help to create more balance to regulate the emotions and learn how to do that from a non-medicative way, more holistic alternative treatments and ways within just learning and hearing certain wisdom and knowledge that there's out there. There's more than what you know. And always questioning, always being curious. Um, With that said, I mentioned how it's Mental Health Awareness Month and we need to spread the awareness that we all have a mental body. Um, And not only do we have a mental body, we need to know how to care for it. And there's a lot of contributing factors. I want to make a connection really quick. So all those beautiful, beautiful neurodivergent individuals, myself included, are naturally uh, lower within dopamine, serotonin, and melatonin which are major neurotransmitters in the brain that impact sleep and mood regulation. Well, things in your lifestyle, diet, and other contributing factors play a part in that. So you see how it can end up being a domino effect um, and what it can snowball into, but how easily it also can be put back together. Um, and just connecting all of this because we all do have a mental body and there are things that can be prevented and avoided. For many people, people choose the negative coping mechanisms, suicide, which you're more at risk for with some of those things that I mentioned. Also drug use, overdose, if we can prevent other things from happening because people are choosing to cope and mask negative coping mechanisms, imagine what we could do by spreading the awareness and making some of these connections and letting people know that they aren't alone. Giving them information that they hear that they can say, you know, that feels like me, that sounds like me. Get to know yourself at a deeper level from somewhere you haven't gotten to know yourself from so that you can add more tools and resources in your toolbox of life to help create the best one and get through anything you've been through and then give you resources for anything, any challenges that would come your way. Um, Some of us are more at risk for those mental health issues or diagnoses. And I think if you got rid of the stigmas and the diagnoses and just focused on what they make you feel like and some practical things that you can do from both sides. Um, People also want to relate to real people, people who have been through some shit. 
That's why podcasting is taking off. That's why social media sharing is taking off. That's why people sharing their vulnerable truth is helping other people. Not only is it therapeutic for them and helping in their own healing journey, but it's sharing and planting seeds and helping other people. And if I know anybody like myself, there's others out there that are helping that with the intention, if they could just help one person one day, each day, then their mission is completed. But there's connections to be made and the world doesn't help you with this, doesn't teach you this. The doctors don't tell you that, you know, hey, your vitamin D may be low and that may be adding to your depression or seasonal depression, which then is impacting your overall mood. But here, no, we'll just give you an antidepressant that causes more side effects and symptoms and really creating your balance at a deeper level and coming from this spiritual point of view and adding that perspective, undoing all that you aren't to remember all that you are helps so that it's not so overwhelming. You know, because at the end of the day, we can unlearn the learned behaviors. And that's really powerful. You just have to be committed to taking action, you know? But at the end of the day, asking yourself, how can you integrate new? You know, it's one thing to feel it, to process it, and be aware of it. But now what, are, what can we do to change this? So I, a question that I had the other day from a new client Um, She asked, how do you handle stress so well and integrate it on your daily basis so that you don't get how you once did and you're able to maintain your balance? And I said, that's an amazing question. So I'm going to share with all of you. I always stop to ask myself, what is this trying to teach me or what is this teaching me? And sometimes I am um, more hopeful than not when I am saying that, either out loud or mentally in my mind. And when you're doing this and integrating new, I have to say that it becomes to a point where as things happen, their reaction is less and the response is different. And you're able to filter through that mind that it has to be able to process so quickly at a deeper level. Secondly, after asking that and putting that intention out there, knowing that I have the Lord God creator source divine behind me, my spirit team and my guardian angels, I'm going to go look for it. Because the one thing I think about me that I'm really thankful for is my curiosity. And I'm going to use my tools and resources to do that and go look for it and be curious and find it and actually look in a different way with my mindset on what is this trying to teach me? And what is this connected to? Because at the end of the day, um, our experiences are created through our own lenses. We are creating those emotions in the subconscious mind. Um, And we have to understand that trauma happens within us. Literally meaning we are creating the big emotions, which is then a frequency and an energy. And we need to decide, then it decides in our mind that I'm not enough or I don't want to live. In the brain, the ego repeats that and just kind of says like, so it is, almost like it's an affirmation. It repeats it until you get sick of your own shit and you want to create healing and rewire it and reframe it. 
we were talking in my um, coaching class at the beginning of the month um, on how telling the truth and finding your authentic truth gets gets easier. But telling yourself a lie gets harder, okay? And knowing that your shadow work, which is your trauma work, the hidden areas of yourself, those emotions are, are made up within your value system. And at the value level, you are scared that something is either coming into your life, departing from your life, or it is present and you don't know how to act. Okay, so if you're fearful of something, you're fearful, your value is leaving, going away, for example. And if you're dealing with grief, the emotion grief, it's your belief is that the value is gone. Okay, which that is nearly impossible because nothing is truly gone from an energetic standpoint. We are all immortal and the truth sets you free. Energy just transforms. Apathy, the emotion apathy, just having that no hope and being blank is that nothing is valuable to you anymore. Frustration, huge emotion for many people is that something is getting in the way of what is valuable to you. All right. So we create these emotions and then it's us. It's up to us to get really disciplined on ourselves and want to rewire and rewrite the story in our minds. Um, I mentioned those beautiful neurodivergent um, people that have the connection to being empaths, old souls, deep feelers, um, also because it's so important because many people have, it's not to claim the label, it's to help us self-identify and just treat your own characteristics about yourself and to be able to make wiser choices then you find yourself not having to mask as much I feel that this is something neurotypicals also deal with it just may not be as extreme for them and that's that's fine but at the same time there's a spectrum of emotions and feelings that we all have and we all have a mental body and we all contribute to the energy of the collective daily. So just learning that our emotions are our friends, truly, but the emotions can get real. And as much as somebody's a big lover and has big positive energy, that can also be complete opposite. Some people are very good at masking their pain or depression or sadness, and you would never know. Many people... Uh, who commit suicide, people say that about them. Uh, They don't want to bother people. They don't want to put their pain on other people. And it's being able to be in the moment enough so you can recognize not only within yourself, but maybe in a friend, you know, do you really know your friends that well? Or has life gotten so busy that you're not even able to identify with your friends at that level? It matters. We're here to make memories and moments. And um, emotional resilience is a key strength. When we are killing off the egos that there are a chance to kill off within us every single day, self-mastery can be created at a balanced, humble level. 
And this is what gives you that mental strength at a different level. Not because you have to and it's your only choice at that point. It's because you're processing it and knowing what to do with it at a deeper level in a deeper way. Um, And it's hard for many people because life will get you back into those. I talked about how the brain, the brain, a two-pound organ is so powerful that it actually keeps you stuck in those loops. It gets you almost addicted to those that if you try to leave, it feels so foreign, you don't know how to. So the rewiring and the reframing is very hard to do. It's why a lot of people work with somebody on it. It's why they trust somebody to walk side by side with them, to assist them and hold them accountable with it. Um, because every great teacher has another great teacher. Another master has another great master. Another wise one has another wise one. There are so much tools and resources around us that we are not using and implementing that could help that this is what getting the awareness out about is all about. I'm going to end on that note. If you're interested in any more information, working one-on-one with me within your journey, within your shadow work and your whole self and creating that balance so you can create heaven here on earth, that would be amazing. I'm here for you in divine timing. Um, Or if you just want to talk about some individual services, I'm here for that too. Or if you're just tuning in and you want to soak up all the wisdom and knowledge, I'm here to enlighten you with many topics on the wake up. I'm here for you at www.angelicloveandlight.org. Until next time, love and light.